Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative and Balance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and today we got a fun episode for you. All the way from Hamilton, Ontario, the innovators of raunch and roll, we got Paul and Jake from Voltang. For the OGs who listen to this show, you might recognize them from an earlier episode. They are back. They got a brand new music video called Garbage People. And this episode's a party. Many, many, many drinks were shared. And it was just super fun to have them back again in the Girth Radio studio. And always full of knowledge when it comes to touring, making music, making music videos, and just doing what you love. And speaking of doing what you love, before we get into this episode, I want to say a big thank you to PodCamp. PodCamp is a podcast convention that went on all this weekend. And me and a handful of the Girth Radio hosts, we did our first live panel and I had such a blast. It was so cool to, I don't know, just kind of get out of the studio, mingle with people, the people who actually came to our panel and the people who came to our after party at the Pacific Junction Hotel. I just want to thank all of you so much. You guys put me in very high spirits to get into this week. I've been going through some things, and uh, that's kind of like the reason why I haven't posted an episode in a couple weeks. But uh, I don't know. I'm starting to feel like myself again, and I got a handful of episodes in the bank right now. So this week you're going to get two instead of one, and I'm going to continue to pump these out regularly. And another quick shout-out to my boy Dan Siri. He used to be a member in Voltang, and fun fact... This legend also made the theme song to the Creative and Balance podcast. I feel like I don't shout you out enough, brother. It totally sets the vibe, and we're going to get into it right now. Voltang, raunch and roll. Hit it, Dan! Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. We got a pitcher of beer and a cup of crickets. Yes. And yeah, our sponsor, the Pacific Junction Hotel, they have crickets on the menu. Uh, what did you guys feel about eating these crickets? I kind of wish they were grosser. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, I'm feeling like I'm, I could just kind of go for a little bit more here. I think it's a little... See if you can get some crunch on the mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> they're, they're actually quite delicious. They're kind of... They're cool. I don't know. They're drier than I... Did I want it to be wet? I don't know. Yeah, like, it's like it disappointing how not gross they are. Like lots Maybe of, it's because we're so gross. It's because we're so gross? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, other people might have it like... It's like, it's not bad. It's kind of... Fucking garbage people. Exactly. Garbage. It's like genuinely in, enjoying a 40 of OE. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's not that bad. It just means that we are. Yeah, that we yeah. are. Garbage people, for real. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, 
abrupt segue to garbage people. That's the title <laughs> of their it. new music video. Let's plug this thing and get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> let's plug it and then talk about like aliens and the government. <laughs> yeah, let's get on to the good stuff, man. <laughs> or, or you can go home. <laughs> Whatever. No, no, please. I no. never want to. We don't yeah. need to go home. I'm yeah, we here. still got a full pitcher of beer to drink. Yeah. yeah, we do. Well, I mean, you've seen my home. If you've seen the video, then you you know that I don't want to go back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's is this the same house that you guys talked about on your first interview here? <laughs> Where you had to slaughter rats? Yes, and, it is. Okay, okay. It is same, house. same. The one in the same house. It's really like a character in our lives. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, like the it's house really like, is like yeah. an extra member of the band. That's right. right. It really is. It like it kind of stands up to. Uh, it's 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 been there longer than members sometimes, and it's there to stay, I guess. But it's this most disgusting hole of flop and gross and and rats and sweat and sweat and stuff, and that's where uh, that's where we live, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Like you kind of like showcase the Voltang Sanctuary there in the video, and also Paul, like you just fucking put some extra magic on oh, it, thanks, like man. doing the directing. And how was the whole process of you guys just putting was, that together? It was interesting, man. This one was really fun. It was, it's a, it's a challenge. So like we all like to kind of wear different hats in the band and take on like we all kind of have side hustles you could call it like jake's a fantastic graphic designer um i do video uh evan's a, a recording engineer like so we all have things that we we contribute um you know to the band outside of just playing and writing and stuff so like one of the challenges with that is that sometimes like you don't want to hand over the reins to somebody else even though they would do such a great job like we pride ourselves on keeping it all in house so when you work on a video yourself and like all your camera operators and your director and so everyone is supposed to be on camera at the same time, you're presented with a lot of challenges. Like we, yeah, yeah. So we tried it for the first time that we tried that. It was for a song called Piggly Wiggly. And basically like the concept we came up with because your hands kind of get tied that way is we're like, well, we'll, we'll put a GoPro on this girl's head. That's like tied up in a thing or whatever, but it just like, it just didn't turn out so this was kind yeah, of i was gonna say i don't remember a video for that one we didn't push out. it hard because oh, it just okay, like yeah. we, we, we were we were just learning and trying things and like and it just really especially because at that time there was no monitoring for gopros or at least if there was we did not do it so like we yeah, were yeah. literally just like i don't know if i can cross our fingers i hope she's looking at the right stuff like we couldn't tell so it's like literally shooting blind and uh the results of which was like I wasn't behind the camera, but I also wasn't in the video because I was just in the shadows because we couldn't like dial any of our lighting in. We didn't know what we were doing. So anyway, oh, for me, this video was a little bit of like retribution on that side where it was like, fuck it, let's figure out how to like have all of us behind the camera as a crew as well as on camera at the same time and, and do it in like a really kind of creative way. So that it starts with like a whole one shot where we had to kind of do some creative editing and camera tricks and stuff to like get everybody doing like multiple jobs on the 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 crew side as well as being on camera so it was like a really fun challenge that like ideally it doesn't even look like we really did anything challenging but we know it was like if we did our yeah. jobs well it just looks fluid and like normal yeah yeah i, I think like if we, i think if we did our jobs right then you um and i and and i, and I actually have seen kind of feedback on the video when the people say like 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 nice edit paul and stuff like that like when i see that and they're like i think they're what number one they're saying nice edit which you did do but i don't know i don't know if they uh knew that you 
actually filmed it. Like if you that you were the one who like who you yeah, were the camera yeah, and operator and you're in it too. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you were the actor. Like you were everything. And I think that was. Uh, I mean, it's no small feat, and I watched him do it. It was pretty. Yeah. pretty <laughs> it, was a, it was a team effort, man, and it was really fun. Like to go through and like like lighting the whole house because we were shooting it all in one go. Like normally, you kind of go through and you'll light like a scene at a time so that everything's you know you're not seeing stands and shadows and all that stuff. And like we had to get really creative. So Evan helped a lot with that. It was it was obviously the whole band as well. But like it was really fun going through and being like, all right, where can we hide a light source here? And like we went through and blocked out. So we did basically a whole day of like rehearsals of what the camera movements were going to be and making sure that we weren't going to see a stand or a shadow or like someone holding a diffuser or a reflector because there's like there's it looks like the house is empty and we're following Jake through it, but like there's people everywhere like oh. hiding like squished against walls and like holding lights and doing all kinds of shit. That's so hilarious. It was a really fun thing. I wish that we had the additional crew to shoot a behind the scenes for it because it was a pretty crazy production yeah, yeah. but it was literally like we've one thing we've learned is we always have grandiose crazy ideas we're like wouldn't it be amazing if we could do this crazy thing and then we realized we're like let's just do something actually now rather than talking about it forever so we haven't put out a video in like a year so um we just basically like came up with a concept and like a couple days later we were rehearsing and then the next two days we shot and then it was out like a couple weeks after that so so it was kind of like a like let's just let's just fucking do it <laughs> kind of thing, it, yeah. which was really fun and rewarding because like we we talk about a lot of stuff, but we we're always busy with tour booking or being on tour or being in the studio and and like the, a lot of things just get talked about and not executed. So it felt good to be like fuck it, let's do we like this idea? Yep, cool, let's go, let's fucking do it right now. Yeah, so it was pretty fun. I think that we'll hopefully be getting a lot more regular content out now, like embracing that whole like just let's just fucking go and figure out how to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah fucking killer and i love the one moment with uh jake just it's kind of looks like just the black background behind him and then there's the fire and then like dog heads <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's it's so like psychedelic it, yeah dude pretty cool yeah like, man dude. that was like that was the coolest thing to shoot from or like to to watch back later mm-hmm. uh was me just like sitting in that fucking chair because i love me uh, <laughs> and i and, and and uh sitting in that chair with the dogs barking around me like i because when i sat in that chair and we, we did that shot like there's a lot there's i mean sometimes when there's like there's cgi or or whatever like when people know that you can you can change a camera shot you can change a shot and like what, how it's going to ultimately look later so when people start to know that kind of thing they start i think they start to assume that when you see something like really cool that it's kind of it was been made like that but we in fact had me sitting in a chair with dogs all around me with the three dogs those yeah, are yeah. those are three different dogs they're not just one that like, copy <laughs> yeah. and they all did sit like there and they all howled and barked uh, <laughs> like that and i had to sit there like super still and like try and look badass and like look at the camera and it was like it was uh in my mind and in, in my heart i was like i hope this looks fucking cool like, I have no <laughs> idea. and we like and we did that we like we did that shot only for you know like we only took like a minute to yeah. to shoot it oh, the, dog, really? the yeah. dogs got it right away the dogs got it right away and when you took a minute we were like I think we got it and I was just in my mind I was just like oh, I hope that turned out cool like I was supposed to be cool and now looking back at that and there's like fire behind me and the dogs are barking I'm like yeah I look fucking badass yeah. <laughs> like, that's do you feel like insane. it looks cooler than you 
could even imagine. It looks so much cooler than I could even imagine. That is not how I imagined it in my head. I thought right, I was kind of, yeah. I, I was figuring that I was kind of blowing it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it ended up looking like mad cool. And yeah, and those those dogs, like those those dogs were there. Those are, and they were barking, they're howling. That was pretty. How do you get them to bark again? That yeah, was, uh, that's funny, man. So the, so fun. those are actually, my, uh, or not my dogs, but like, so the, the dog that does the howl in the foreground uh, is my dog, mine and my girlfriend's dog. And then the, the other two dogs are his, his brother and his dad. And all of them, for a reason that we can't figure out, every time, if you put on this one particular like acoustic recording of Michael Graves from the Misfits, uh, he has a song called, I think it's Crying on Saturday Night. Yeah, yeah. And if you put that song on that particular recording, they all start howling within like a second of putting it on. Oh my so, God. <laughs> so instead of using the playback for our song like we do through the rest, we made sure it was a moment where there was no vocal, so nothing had to sync, and we just put that song on and and rolled on it. And it was and it was like the best. I'm dollying backwards with the camera, and Bruce and the, the dog in the foreground just comes up and like does this howl, like kind of like panning his head across the screen right as the camera backs up past him. And like if you watch the raw footage, I. I'm like giddy as fuck. I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, that was the coolest thing ever. Like, like we didn't have dog wranglers. We don't know how to train animals. We just got super fucking lucky. And it and it really. Uh, I was also blackout drunk that whole shoot day, which made me extra giddy. It was hilarious. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny because it, it was a really funny shot to do first. That that having you. Oh yeah, what we did shoot first, not that yeah, scene. Not but that the... scene because there there was another shot with uh, with Paul and his and his old forties of old English. Yeah, so I'm chugging out of these like 40s of OE it was the first thing of the day for some reason I set up the day I don't know why I fucking chose to do that first but like, <laughs> was so, it like just on the calendar like the schedule yeah like, so I, first like OE <laughs> yeah I don't know what I was thinking but like so I chugged to get to get the right because like I'm chugging it while playing and then there's like these like kind of shots where I'm sort of like pouring it all over myself but like I probably chugged like a 40 and a half of OE in about 8 minutes <laughs> so and that started our day so by the time we got oh, to man. it was like two in the morning or something by the time we were shooting that like black world with Jake and the dogs that we were just talking about and like I was fucking hammered like it's a miracle it turned out because like I was just like and all the performance stuff I'm wasted during that and on the camera like it was the funniest thing like it was just it's, it made no sense that it turned out really like we, we, we thankfully everyone I guess is just on autopilot and like didn't need any direction because it's just like okay rip live we, everyone's great at that yeah now but that it made for a really funny day now that you're talking about this shot you know what's blowing me away the most I thought like since it was a black background you just shot the dogs separately and pasted them in right like, I think that was Jake's point yeah, is like, it may look that. like that way they're, they're there there's two dogs beside him and then Bruce in the foreground like, all, like also really there so all of that happened at the same time as the camera's dollying back like there's nothing the only thing that's there visual effects wise is that fire and the smoke like that wasn't that wasn't real oh but, my uh, god and that's, the light the light that's flickering that's but. insane that yeah. you captured that you I'm that. like oh yeah he just pieced a couple dogs he's like no it was no, all live it like, was live man that would be could actually do that that's nuts and yeah like I I'm probably going to mention this in the intro, but if somebody like skipped my rambles, you can see this video if you go to the webpage of this episode on girthradio.com. I know like a bunch of people listen to it on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play, and I appreciate that, but... The website is where it's at. You, you're going to see like their videos and musics and links, uh, like all their social media and shit like that. And yeah, yeah. and we're about to pour some more oh, beer. More <laughs> this is an OG creative imbalance. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a 
the beauty and problem of being sponsored by a bar. I I, I don't see that as a problem. No, no. I mean, it is a blessing. That. Yeah, we'd be yeah. doing this either way. We would just be paying for it. If you yeah, were. we would. Be paying for it <laughs> anyway, true. So thank you, Pacific Junction. Yeah, big up Pacific Junction. Mm. Yeah, well, and on the on the on the because like, you were saying too, like the how the dog you know the dogs weren't special effects and and stuff like i think uh something that we should you know the stuff that we worked really hard on there, there's some things that you can see in the video like that whole first shot where i'm you know i'm i'm yelling at a i'm yelling in the bathroom and then i walk into a different room and then someone blows out smoke and i don't like you know i take a hit from a bong but evan blows out smoke and i don't and like and we go to a different room and you know there's andy and like um yeah it's like um, one big long that's yeah. like, that's so that that's Birdman like these are all like one shot and like you know like these are like these are things like they're practical effects like evan like in fact did have smoke in his mouth the mm. whole time as he's drinking a beer and then he right. blows it out after like we we took a lot of of uh like a lot of rehearsal time and a lot of uh planning to like do all these really cool shots yeah and i don't know i don't know if they if, if maybe they come off as uh, special effects at the end I, I think that's i think that's what in my mind that's what makes it cool is that like like the way that we like what we do when we go and we take the stage, we go on tour, like it's all it's all pre-production it's all practice like we we write the songs we rehearse them we 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 tour them endlessly like our performance comes from doing and i think that if you're doing it right no one really realizes no one really thinks too much about it they just experience it and i think that that was why for me it was really important that we had mostly like 90 percent practical effects in this video where like all of the lighting color was real like none of that was was done in post except for that flicker of the light uh because i wanted to mimic the what fire would do when we had the vfx fire in there but like for the most part everything like like jake said like the the smoke blowing um like any like 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 andy slamming the door closed through like telekinesis and and uh like Jake puking on the window instead of out of the window and all these things. <laughs> Those are all practical because really what we wanted to do was two things. One, really give you that feeling that you're just walking through the house with Jake on a crazy fucked up trip. And two, we wanted to lull you into this kind of like DIY um, world where like uh, like like we had ac- access to equipment we didn't use where like we, we shot handheld because we wanted it to look a little bit frantic and stumbly and we could have shot it on a gimbal and, and like done a steady cam shot that was smooth all the way through but it wasn't the feeling we wanted to give yeah yeah so what what I like about it is that it's very defined like it's 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 two defined kind of worlds one is very like DIY follow jig through and all the all the effects had to be practical we didn't want any any special like any V effects or any like CGI in that that realm so that when jake crosses into the like dark performance world it's a totally different feel because to me when i listen to garbage people with the song it's that song like mm-hmm. it's like there's the there's the hooky chorus which is a rare thing for us to be able to say about a voltang song mm-hmm. and then you get into the crazy seven eight times stages and it's like it's two totally different songs but it's it's it's, it's kind of like they meld together nicely so i wanted to mimic that same feel with the video so yeah jake's right like all of that stuff you see at the beginning is all practical there's nothing done in fact it was basically one shot right up until jake gets punched and goes that that's the other thing that's cool too with that it might even be something kind of like was the getting punched a practical effect oh yeah Yeah. in (laughs) fact in fact it was practical in ways that were like we tried to do some sort of subtle subcontextual kind of stuff where like when he gets punched it's fun if this would this would be fun to like like listen to this and then watch the the video if you're Mm -hmm. listening but um but yeah so so when jake gets punched um 
uh, Andrea, um, a photographer, my girlfriend, and the photographer that works with, yeah, and she was here with us the last time, actually. Yeah. But yeah, and she was on the show, Dead Glamour Girls. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so Andrea helped a ton as she does with a lot of our projects, but she's hidden behind all the like pile of empties and everything that you see in the kitchen. She's back there with a camera flash trigger with a red gel on it. So when you see um, Jake gets punched, uh, that camera flash fires on the punch and flashes red. And in that same moment, Andy, our guitar player, who was just playing on an amp right before that had to jump off the amp run into the kitchen and turn on the red lights that were that changed the color so it goes from <laughs> blue to red we did all that practically I like, like now imagining you guys okay you're in the shot and then one of the band members has to like run somewhere oh and, yeah like fire off like, like an effect yeah or, like, and then like hide like, yeah that he's not in the shot yeah we had we had to figure out like like so for that that whole one shot first of all one thing that's really cool and big ups to you Jake for being able to pull this off because I gave him no time to rehearse it I basically showed up with these audio files being like I need you to do this weird thing because we manipulated time in this thing and it's like you go from from regular speed to slow motion to speeding up all crazy like double quadruple fast when Jake was performing to the playback anyone that's worked on a music video before been in one or seen it behind the scenes knows that you're you're basically singing along to your track we manipulated the playback because if you play something back at like halftime, like slow, twice as slow, you have to perform it twice as fast so that your lips oh, sync up. Okay. So when Jake explodes out of that like wardrobe in the hallway and it's all slow motion, he's performing at twice the speed of the song. But then at a certain point, he has to slow back down to the regular speed. And then when he's moving around on the ground, he's moving all crazy. He had to perform that at like a quarter time. Jesus Christ. So yeah. Slow. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like, it's, yeah. it's basically like, it's a song that is speeding up and slowing down almost arbitrarily that he had to memorize like pretty much on the spot and then perform to so it's it look again doesn't look like too much when you watch it yeah, without thinking that but it feels genius. natural but it's to so do genius. it is super yeah. challenging it was super challenging and I, we hope it like maybe it's not because it's cool that we're explaining it now and you know what I mean someone could watch the video now that we've said that and they would think they'd look at it in a whole different light but I think the first time maybe they would have watched they wouldn't have picked up on any of that and just thought like well that was weird or like that was it made them feel like a certain way like unsettling or like it made them feel kind of uh, you know it's it, it's a, it's definitely provocative yeah yeah and, and, or uh, compelling in some way but and they might not know exactly what that was but like it there's little things like that that we like really put in there and like really worked hard at and I think it made it turn out like fucking awesome better than I thought that, that's for sure yeah you guys made it look like it was like easier than it actually is well, yeah, <laughs> like man. it's crazy well like, that's the thing I think it's good it's it those things for me are what like I really engage with when I watch things analytically or critically. But I also feel like if you're not looking that close, like the goal is to do something that just gives you a little subtle in the back of your mind, like, hang on, what the fuck was that? And like, you don't dwell on it, but you kind of, you feel like something is different. Like there's so many things out there these days that are really similar to one another. And like, you know, people will latch onto trends or, um, you know, just do things they've seen that they like. But I think that really what resonates with a viewer just like a listener for for music is like knowing something felt different but they don't know what they can't put their finger on it Mm -hmm. yeah you know and that's really what we were going for and it it leads to a more complicated shoot but i think it's like it's those subtle little touches that make people we've had a lot of feedback that people are like i can't stop watching this or like or a lot of people that have we know have heard the song. We've had like tour mates that we've toured this record with before that are like, that new song is sick. And we're like, dude, you heard it live every night for like weeks, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, but it gives you, it, it gives it a, a different identity. Like, like yeah. absolutely. So it's, it's, I'm glad that people are, are digging it. It's yeah. been, and thank you to everybody that's shared it and watched it. And like, we could never have expected, 
expected this much yeah. of an outpouring. Yeah. Like we had like a marketing plan together for the first time ever. We're like, well, let's get this together. And then without doing anything, it was just like hundreds of people shared it and like we reached 20,000 plus people in the last like three days and we're like holy shit this is fucking cool it people was cool are shit. Yeah. Yeah. they realized like Voltan Gang is a thing man that people like they were on our side like we didn't have to it was so cool yeah. that was so cool it was uh, overwhelming and really like yeah especially like I feel like from following you guys on social media you guys been a little quiet lately like in the past like handful of months and then <laughs> bam new Voltang so like people love you guys it's like something to get excited about it's like yes like yeah. the boys are back type yeah. of thing. Yeah, well, know, like, it, it, it was funny like, though it's funny though is we didn't know we were being that quiet you know what I right, mean like, yeah, we yeah. were cause, because we've been you know we've been touring and we've been you know like last year we spent so much time on the road um, and to us that's very exciting and you know what yes, I mean so yeah. to us we're on the road and we're seeing new things every day um, we maybe didn't learn how to pull out our phones and take a picture of all the shit that we've been doing or like or any kind of mm-hmm. stuff and maybe not showing that enough to the people but we've been doing cool shit and we've been thinking we're doing cool shit and everyone knows about our cool shit but then we realized like later on like we you know we released a video and people were like they, you know Voltang is back we're like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were gone like yeah, yeah. we've been on tour we didn't we just forgot to fucking show everybody what the That's hell we it. were doing well it's funny because like if you think about it like it, like usually so like we we weren't used to having a following early like That's we right. didn't realize we didn't know that all these people were like waiting for new stuff mm-hmm. like because to us we were just busy doing the stuff and and you know we see people out at shows and we're touring and things like that but that was kind of as far as it went like we never really felt like we had this big online reach and then it's funny because like through putting out this video and a lot of people commenting and sharing and seeing it and we're like like just engaging we're like holy shit these people want to hear from us and it's kind of like now we have that thought of like you see something cool or like like in a week I might see crickets somewhere on a menu and be like oh we're gonna send a picture of this to Sean yeah yeah Sean would appreciate this because we ate crickets on the show yeah. and then now it's like we're like oh whoa there's like 20,000 people that are looking for this the next time we do something cool on the road we're like you know who would love this those 20,000 people we should put this on our Instagram story like yeah. you know yeah, so yeah. we didn't really think like that before and I realized that makes us sound incredibly old and out of touch but, which but, we might be yeah man, I, I don't I, know I but, but we're figuring it out now and it's it's really fun to know that you have all those people that, that want to hear from you and like are interested in what you're doing and like, I'm particularly a dinosaur when it comes to that stuff but but now this is it's reinvigorated me in that i'm like yes fuck yeah let's tell the people what yeah, we're doing yeah, man yeah. this is cool but it is like such a weird times with so many shifts in like how the music industry is and like how people get promoted and we're just all just in the wild west right now just throwing shit out and like hoping <laughs> things work and like there's even like new social media platforms and you don't know if you should jump on it like is it gonna stay like uh, Twitter or Instagram or is it gonna be a dud like a vine and there's always like <laughs> yeah, exactly. a new one every like couple weeks it's like yeah. such like weird to like keep up on top of it and like so you're I, saying we shouldn't have put all our promo into Periscope was that a bad <laughs> yeah, move yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah what's your ICQ number (laughs) but uh no it's just i think there's got to be like a balance where like i think it's so cool that you guys got caught up in living this adventure where you're not attached to your phones and worrying probably about the live show the live audience and stuff like that oh yeah that that always came first right and so that that was uh i mean ever since i joined this band like so long ago it's like i just knew that like the lifeblood of it was in this like live performance and in writing 
uh, like weird music, like like and making music like uh, weird is a funny term, but it's subjective, I guess. But it's um, weird. It's kind of weird, right? But it's but making music that kind of it was it was about music first and like about the live perform and performing that live for everybody. Yeah, that yeah. Was, mm-hmm. And that was definitely the lifeblood of the of the band and people. And people appreciate that when we go and play them, play that for them at shows, and we get real feedback and real people coming up to us after and saying like, "That was fucking rad." Uh, I'd come see you again. So we go, "Fuck yeah, let's do this again." So we just keep on playing shows, and so you get like positive feedback, and you get like the kind of reward from that already. So you just kind of keep on feeding that um, and feeding that, and like even when we made videos before, it was just so that we had something to show so that when we were going on tour we'd be like well who's coming we'd be like we're voltang this is our video and it just yeah, kind of yeah. shows who they're going to see like it was always about like it's always been about music first and live uh performances mm-hmm. first yeah. so and it always will be and well. it always will be that's for sure it's just that we we never realized that there was that people that same audience was ready to yeah. to take in a video. We, we didn't have a second. It yeah. came first, and then we stopped. And we then stopped. you continued doing more of what came first. Like we, Whereas now, I think we're starting to balance it a little bit. You said it's about balance. Yeah. And that's what we're starting to do now, is we're like, let's make sure we, we write the best album we can, record it as best we can, let's go rip it live, let's book as many shows as we can, continue to play 100-plus tour dates a year. And then also, while we do all that, now that we've navigated that territory a little bit more and it's not figuring out how to like be on the road and survive and thrive and, and bring the show to people now we're like okay well, we're comfortable with that we can do that while we do that let's multitask and hop on our phones and bring everyone along for the ride that can't be in Edmonton with us or in Halifax with us or yeah you know. I want to say too for the people who've never seen you live that's fucking where it's at though because <laughs> I don't know if you remember like how I met you guys but Vividly. so um, I went to see my buddy Dan- Shout out Dan Siri yeah, Donald yeah, Furious He actually played in your band a little bit after this moment That's but, right uh, He's been a long time friend since my childhood I went to see you guys See him and his couple other bands He was in at Silver Dollar that's another venue that's gone. Rest in peace. <laughs> but um, so I go there. I think it was actually the 460. I remember the. Oh, think, was it? Oh, beside it? it, beside it. it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're we, right. Sh- yeah. we shut that whole strip down. That was a that was a, a joke we had for a while. We played like the last show at the 460, and then what at the time was the last show at the Elmo. Like it was like <laughs> we just went like door to door, just like closing. Yeah, clubs, murdering so. venues. Volting, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. not good for business. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but. Uh, yeah, so you guys, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just, like, bring my camera, like, kind of loose setup, didn't really have the audio all set up, but I'm like, yeah, I'll just film Dan, so he's got some footage, he's my buddy and whatever, so I didn't expect or even plan on filming any other bands, like, that was out of the question, like, I was tired, and then you guys, I guess, opened the show and just start playing, and, like mid-set I was unconsciously putting together my camera and I'm like I need to capture this I don't know what this is it's like kind of like this Dillinger escape plan slash every time I die with like its own new twist the energy was nuts and like like, you guys are just like running all over the bar I'm like yeah this needs to be captured and like (laughs) just keep you guys kept that energy and like still going running all over the bar is definitely something that we do that's yeah yeah. it's always 
always a lot of it's 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 a workout. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's the, mm. the biggest little show you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a point of pride for us, right? Like, so like when mm-hmm. we when people say like you gotta see these guys live, I love hearing that that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, my favorite shit too is like even with this video, this this was fucking funny too. Um, and just kind of like seeing some guys, some of the comments like pour it and stuff with that. I remember seeing someone say like some, some, some they said something along the lines of like what the fuck did I just want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they totally were not ready for this kind of thing. And um, and the guy, someone replied to them and they said um, uh, they said you got to see them live. You yeah, know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah. You just don't get it, man. Yeah. You just Whoever that really guy is is right. <laughs> yeah. So and 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 I was like, yeah, th- this is that is exactly what I want people to say. What right. the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's better life. Then definitely like, I don't there's know. A, there's life, an energy to it life. that you can't uh, really. I don't think you can connect on a track or a no. video or whatever. I always uh, explain the band Cannibal Corpse like this way too, where yeah. it's like I don't listen to a lot of their tracks at home, mm-hmm. but I go to every fucking show they're at at the Opera House because there's just some feeling in the air yep. as they're playing and the energy getting put out and this the crowd losing yep. their mind and like that's yeah. that was a big reason for the sort of duality within this video, the fact that it goes bright and colorful and kind of quirky and weird and it's about fucking booze and drugs and partying and temptation and all this stuff and then it's like a hard paradigm shift to just like this dark different world part of that reason was that like if you do just hear of us from you hear this podcast or you check out our social media whatever it's always kind of like quirky and fun and Mm -hmm. like because we're very much that band we have promo pictures that instead of like standing against a wall or in a field with our arms crossed we're all like making stupid faces and laugh because that's the persona of who we are as individuals and who we are as a band yes very true then you go on stage and like if you only knew that side you'd be like what the fuck like this is fun but kind of scary and Jake's got his shirt off and he looks really skinny but really jacked at the same time he's in the crowd yelling at me (laughs) what world is this yeah so like so it's important to try to embody that because that's one thing we've always kind of realized we didn't have enough of is like is getting it out there like if you've never seen us like it's lovely when people say go see them live it's crazy that's where the real show is that's the priority but I feel like trying to get a visual to people uh, is, is a big thing so that's why there's that hard switch where it's kind of like yeah we're quirky and fun and lighthearted and comedic and all that stuff but then when we get on stage it's it's fucking crazy it's, yeah it's a um, time. Yeah, yeah so it's a, it's a it's fun to have that out there for people a little bit we touched on we did a little like short teaser thing when we uh when we played with norma jean and hamilton we did like a little teaser thing with that same kind of vibe it was like the opposite it was like black and white on white but we realized in something that we threw together in like two hours including editing time people were like whoa this band's crazy we we're like i'm trying to Even fucking tell you yeah, yeah right? crazy the whole time so so it's nice to have something that's a little bit more this is the polished first but time. shows that vibe this is the first time we've been able to get that vibe across yeah. at all yeah. in any way that's not the actual performance itself so right. this is the first time we've been able to translate I think pretty fucking close of, of the feeling you're gonna get when you go to the show right mm-hmm. so like that's every other time it's 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 fallen short because they're just like ah, it's not, it's not the right yeah. thing you gotta see them live because live videos live videos don't do it either no. like live videos of any band if you see any like True. whether it's uh like like a couple of DSLR cameras or it's people's cell phones in the crowd or whatever it never comes across it's always either like clipping audio that that is just the whole time or it's like to a track and it's just not the right vibe because it's like like for us like when we play what you hear is not exactly the record by any means like there's a lot of different nuances we don't play to a click we definitely don't play to any backing tracks like 
So it's a different vibe every time. Even if you see us like like Thursday night and then Friday night, it's gonna be a different show. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so it's hard to embody that um, when you see like live videos and stuff too. So it's definitely nothing replaces coming out and seeing a live show. But we're hoping that now we have something that kind of entices people that may not have gone before. And like, it takes a we've learned it takes a bunch of touches to like get someone to actually like take action and come out and see you. And uh, hopefully between hearing podcasts like this, hearing a friend be like, "Dude, they're crazy live." read something on reddit or whatever and then you see this you're like you know what i should go and fucking party with these dudes because it's hard to get people out of their houses these days there's so many things going on there's so many things at home you can do like mm-hmm. like i feel like netflix has destroyed the arts and entertainment industry outside of netflix because it's there's so much good shit to watch you're just home all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like why leave like, <laughs> yeah you know why you should leave because fucking voltang yeah. Yeah, that's right <laughs> yeah and then sometimes sometimes uh we get lumped into the state oh this is this is a fun uh, example too i think sometimes i see people perspective of us and they say uh they're like it's like it's way too much like you know what i mean and it's like it's like how could anyone listen to this guy screaming and stuff like that <laughs> and it's like okay uh you weren't supposed to listen to it like with your michael bolton playlist you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. you weren't supposed to, like there's some kind of stuff that you can put on while you're at home and you're like having a good time with your friends and like you know what i mean like and you're and you want something in the background like a lot of time when we hang out like we don't fucking put on Voltang when we hang out I mean besides it's our own music but we don't like put on like, like we put on like Mac DeMarco and shit you know right. what I mean like yeah, you, there's, yeah. a, there's a fucking vibe for everywhere Yeah. and our vibe is very it's provocative and loud and screaming and abrasive sometimes if you're just trying to sit there and like have a little listen but like if you mm-hmm. want to get into something you want to get a little bit you want to get a little bit wild yeah yeah like that's kind of the feeling of it so like you want to put that on in rage at home yeah you or like you're on. at the gym put that in your earphones or at the gym like is perfect like, the gym is perfect I I I don't I've never been to a gym, but people who go to the gym, they, I, I've had a lot of feedback from people. They'll be like, like this song that you guys wrote is like a huge gym song for me, and I'm like, well, fuck yeah, pump iron or whatever you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fucking radical. Um, but like, uh, I don't know why though. Like, you know, we shouldn't be like lumped into that kind of Netflix and yeah. chill mentality. Yeah, exactly. We should yeah, yeah. not be. In it's that not Netflix. chill at yeah. all. No, it is not chill. It's not supposed to be chill. We want yeah. you to come to the fucking show and like see what it's like and like get wild. Like fucking yeah. have too many drinks and like get like you know what i mean yeah. get out of your fucking comfort yeah. zone and have a little bit of fucking fun for yeah. goddamn once <laughs> it's like it's like it's like bringing your your tinder date over and instead of throwing on netflix you put on like a john waters fucking thing <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. you're just like this is garbage you're like you're watching it wrong this you're is what you wrong, <laughs> 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 yeah, so sometimes like it doesn't so sometimes our music doesn't translate when someone's yeah, just yeah. like here like sh- like let me just show you this track by this band they're like what the fuck is this this is so loud and abrasive and and there's no chorus and it keeps fucking changing and you know like well yeah because we did that on purpose we wanted it to be unpredictable and fast and loud and uh and it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a little bit provocative and it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable because it's supposed to be rad and you know what yeah, I mean? it's like ready. hardcore metal rock crossover it's like yeah and yeah. a lot of people yeah and, then, and, then, I, and the metal side is a whole other thing that's it, that that same thing applies yeah we get a lot of like we'll get we'll get like super like Diehard metal fans that are just like, this isn't fucking metal. We're like, we didn't say it was metal. Yeah, dude. it's fucking it's Voltang. Yeah, like, chill. It's fine, man. It's, like, no, actually, you coined it, Ronch and Roll. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, we don't have more gravity blasts. It's just, like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and if the Ronch and Roll thing, like, if if anyone thinks that's like fucking like pretentious in some kind of way that like you know we've made up our own genre, like all we're trying to say is that if you're looking for hardcore, like you're not gonna find it. Like, there's gonna mm-hmm. be elements of hardcore. 
that yeah. you're gonna find in us. There's elements of metal. There's elements of punk. There's elements of rock and roll. But like, it's it's its own thing. We're not because if we're gonna say we're the fucking hardcore band and you put us on, you're like, this is the worst hardcore band I've ever right. heard. Put on Knocked Loose, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So because yeah. um, we we're we're not trying. We're not like that. We're we're our own thing. It's loud. It's wild. It's it's supposed to be a live event. Yeah. It's supposed to yeah. be that kind of thing. Like it's well, I guess it's that's a, that's to be the beauty of it. You're though. not like trying to funnel yourself into a genre or you're not like ever stating it's like okay we gotta be metal we gotta right. be hardcore well and just kind of like embrace your personalities we, we had yeah. to come up the same reason that the band name is a, a made-up fictitious word is like we had to make something up because it changes from like the first track of an album to the last track of an album mm-hmm. the first track of a set to the last track of a set like it changes so like to do the whole like we're something core post pre modern whatever it doesn't work because like you're like you're you're trying to use existing words to describe something that ebbs and flows and changes the whole time yeah yeah. so we're like let's just make something up that's its own thing but you kind of get hopefully the feel of it where it's like and really even in that it's funny that it always goes back to like hardcore or metal but like linguistically raunch and roll is closest to like fucking elvis presley rock and roll yeah, shit, you know true. what i mean you got, you got but people always lump us into like, the hardcore even though it's like because i i think it might be the distortion and like how like hard you're hitting the drums and stuff but yeah there's some parts you can dance to oh, and yeah. like big shout outs to evan too like he'll jump in there with the clean vocals yeah, and it's like yeah. kind of got like a southern rock type of vibe to it and yeah. what what I love about Voltang is you can't explain Voltang you just have to listen to it like yeah. it's just a lot fucking going on yeah. in a good way yeah. Right? Well, yeah and I think it, it is a lot going on and that would be if you're not ready for a lot going on if you if you're the kind of person who thinks like oh this is too much for me I need to like take a step back then like don't like we don't we don't care if you don't like it <laughs> like, that's yeah, yeah. fine well, don't like it it's it's fun because it's like you said it, it it, you can't really describe it. You do have to experience it. And it becomes this fun little, like, club in a sense yeah. where, like, those that have taken that leap and been like, fuck it, I'm going to go to the show and check it out. Like, like you kind of, there's this, like, little camaraderie of, like, hell, you, t- oh, you took the leap and went and saw it. Like, did you, t- yeah, me too. Yeah, like, it's yeah. kind of like walking around a party and, like, there's 30 people there, but, like, eight of you are on MDMA. <laughs> yeah. And you just kind of keep locking eyes and you're like, right? Yeah. Uh? Yeah. Uh? Like, fans of the guys on MDMA and we- <laughs> We yeah. love you guys. Yeah. We love you. We're gonna like we're gonna hug in the bathroom later. Yeah. And it's gonna be we're yeah. gonna talk about our yeah. life. It's story. this little completely non-exclusive club that everyone is invited to, but those that have gone there are like, cool, hey, we're all here. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what's cool about you guys too. Like you made like some people might randomly check you out, put on a track, hear you screaming, and be like, Oh my god, this is aggressive. Mm-hmm. But you are the most approachable people I have met <laughs> who are in bands. Like Thanks, honestly, man. it's oh, always sucks, it's always hugs and like even like within like I think that night I met you guys is like we've talked for like a couple minutes. Oh, and yeah. you, you guys were inviting me over to the van. You're like, hey, we got some beers in the van. Let's yeah, hang out. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. it was fucking sick. Dude, like, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah, we were yeah. talking off mic before about how like like no one gets into this shit for the money. That's for sure. So like it's just if you're if you're doing this at all, you're doing it because this is the most fun you can possibly have. And like to, for us, the most fun of that is like meeting new people and and getting out there and just like experiencing different stuff with people and like it's all about you could say the fans but it's like it's just new friends everywhere we go it's really cool and like the more we tour the more we go out and we get to see those people that we've already established relationships with there's people that we met a tour ago like a year ago that now 
are like we hit them up when we get to town like they're our best friends and they have been for 10 years because like it's it's this yeah, cool yeah. experience where you get out there and you're just like you find really like-minded people and and it's all good vibes it's all about yeah. i don't understand bands ex- that aren't they're approachable. probably excited when you guys are coming in town because you guys are such fucking good vibes like thanks man we that's yeah. the, we're having the best time when we're on the road like that's when we're having the most fun and like some people aren't it's not it's not for them they're not about it but for us that's like that's why we do it like if we could be on the road 360 days a year maybe like five days off to see your girlfriends or something we'd be mm. <laughs> but like you know like that's that, that's what it's all about like it's the best place in the world is is on the road it's so much fun yeah and you, you really make connections with people and stuff like that and so we love that kind of shit too and so we're always going to be big smiles and, and hugs and, and and all that kind of stuff every everywhere we go you know what i mean so we yeah, definitely yeah. encourage people to come and like say hello and be a part of that like when we you know there's no velvet rope and shit like that like there's nothing there's no difference between you know the band and the audience like we're all we're all showgoers you know what i mean like we're all at the show together it's like we should be hanging out and and yeah uh, yeah and really connecting and like there's no there's no point in this world to just fucking i don't know be so goddamn separate like we did and and you know what i mean and divided like we're all together we're all you know what i mean we're all going through some fucking weird shit together man the weird fucking world so like if we're all in the club together and we're all and we're all listening to the same kind of music and whether we're playing it or not you know what i mean like just come and fucking say hello and like become a part of this yeah thing you, that you we're guys trying to actually build. make people like whether they're fans or friends when they we I know when I come to a show, it almost feels like I'm part of the band. Like, yeah, how, how you guys Dude, the main you part. Like, yeah. like, like, the band can't do what they do without, like, you can only survive for so long playing empty rooms with no fans showing up. Like, if it wasn't for fans or friends, supporters, whatever you want to call them, you can't do what you want to do as an artist. So, like, this goes, like, I don't mean this about us. Like, even if you're listening right now and you're like, fuck those dudes, I hate that band. Yeah. Whatever band you love, go and support them. And if they're dicks, like suggest that they don't be or something because like it's it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense like tweet them. like we should all it's it's funny that it's like I, I love that that compliment that you paid us but it's funny that that's like not just commonplace that should be what it is like mm-hmm. every show you go to a band that you love you should be able to feel like you're in that band it's like it's like sports fans especially like in the states with football and stuff it's like people that are just like like oh man like we 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 it's always like yeah, it's yeah. Like, like you know you don't play for that team yeah. but you you feel like you do like because the fans are the ones making it possible you can't pay that 10 million dollar contract if that dude didn't buy that jersey for 250 bucks and like like that seems to be a feeling that exists in other places where people feel connected and they feel part of it and they feel like a driving force because they are and i don't know why that hasn't always translated to music like we like we're very conscious of that all the time like every per if we play to three people in a room those three people are the most important people to us yeah because and it's they're gonna three, get the it's a million show. times better yeah. than playing to no people in a room and if we oh, play to 300 same. people same show 100 percent. and but all those people are just as valuable too but it's like it's it's a really interesting thing that like people don't that's not just how it works you go to a show and and you get to actually meet all these people and interact like the fact that a a paid meet and greet exists whether it's at a comic-con or a concert vip experience or whatever makes me sick to my fucking stomach like no matter how big you get you should always be caring about those people that let you do what you want to do like we're so blessed to be able to do this and and it's uh it's cool. It's really cool that you that you you feel that way and you said that because that's that's what we try to do but with all of our cool fans and friends. We try to engage because yeah. what we really believe it. 
we really believe it. But yeah, that's and that's a that's gonna be a part of what we do forever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is what we want to do forever. And yeah. like, if we couldn't do it, if we were just fucking dicks and no one wanted to, have, you know what I mean? Yeah, come yeah. Like, <laughs> because yeah. literally, that's our job is to get them to come and hang out with us. Like, we yeah. want we want people to hang out with us like, at these shows and like fucking come and like party and and, and mm-hmm. rock out and yeah. even uh. I took my girlfriend to one of your sets when you played upstairs at Sneaky D's too, and she's oh yeah with she, Wilson yeah, yeah. yeah that was a great show. she doesn't she doesn't listen to metal mm-hmm. she adored you guys nice. and now we're like gets happy when I'm like going to see you and she yeah. calls you the beardy yelly friends yeah she for- always forgets the name that's a uh, way better name we yeah, yeah. I know I think I, it's, I mean it's all on the label like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> she she always forgets the band name but it's like oh your beardy yelly friends so like oh, yeah she was like oh what, who you have on the podcast podcast this weekend like text the beardy yelly friends beardy yelly. We, were, we were playing with the idea of making a voltan cartoon that's what it should be called beardy yelly beardy friends, yelly friends. <laughs> oh that'd, that'd be great. sick that's a great cartoon mm. name oh that's good yeah we definitely should be making is there a trademark that. office here at the junction pacific junction hotel i don't know we don't, we don't, we don't <laughs> no it's it's all yours but i do know some animators i can send your way nice and shout out to my friends from soulless animation who came on the show as well oh, Corey, cool. you are a god yes. <laughs> an animator Animation God. Dude, animation's a crazy world. I've had a few people approach me on like the videography side of things, like because I do some lyric videos and stuff too, but like I can't draw shit. Like Jake's the artist. Like I can't if, if anyone ever is ever interested, I'm just like, oh uh, yeah, we can do that. Then I'm like, Jake, can you draw this and I'll move it around? <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy the the like people don't realize how much goes into that stuff. It like, goes there's so much work into it's animation. Crazy. There's so much work into animation. And uh and like I've seen people I mean I when I learned how to do animation it was like not that I'm fucking super old but like just technology moves really fast but so when fast. I mean the f- the first time I really got into animation like you, you're literally drawing things and, yeah. and moving them to keep and then and flipping like, like a paper too even like and drawing and drawing and drawing yeah yeah, yeah. And so, like all that kind of shit, and like, and I've seen people like go back to it, like that. It's just like that video game. Uh, what was it called? Cuphead or whatever. Oh yeah, that's a brilliant it's a, looking an, game. It's an incredible game, and they actually did like frame by frame animation, like old school. Yeah, it looks shit. like old school Mickey Mouse style shit, and Whoa. all hand drawn. It took them years and years to make it's, this game. That's it's incredible, cool. yeah. and it looks so fucking good. Animation is so hard to do, but like, I mean, we could probably after our effects our way through exactly. um, <laughs> an animation nowadays, and it's like kind of just like you just draw a circle and a face and kind of just does itself but 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 uh, but even with that, like it's you, it's hard to it's hard to make it good. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like with all yeah. the technology in the fucking world, you could you think that it's so easy you can just like plug it in? Nah, man, you can't. It'll look yeah. like shit. Yeah. Almost every Shout out to animators. Yeah, almost every animator I've met too is like one of the most patient people you've ever met because oh, yeah. like they're just like all day just doing this meticulous yeah. like weird frame by frame stuff, and you, you got to be like that. Yeah. Like, if there's any uh, deep pocket. It's venture capitalist Voltang fans listening to this right now. We do have an idea for a live action slash animated Roger Rabbit Son of Zorn vibe music yes. video for our song Super Awesome Laser Planet that I started working on like a year ago and got like three weeks in and had like eight seconds of animation and was like, boys, this isn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> but I if it had a budget. More than I could chew But if time. it had a budget. Yeah, the eight seconds Man, are that, really great though. Oh, we got to follow up on that. We had a, we were in talks for a thing. Uh, like a, uh, I shouldn't say the name because they didn't end up giving yeah. us any money. But a liquor, <laughs> a liquor company sponsoring a wicked, uh, like licensed uh, heavy metal, like the the movie comic vibe. Oh yeah, yeah. We were in talks for doing a video for that, which basically was Jake's 
cartoon penis exploding out of his pants, out of the van, and going all the way through the universe uh, on, on an adventure. Yeah. I was so really that would be pretty cool. I was really excited for my cartoon penis to go on a big adventure, really. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, that's just kind of the... Yeah. I'd, I'd love to like see you like in the editing room with them and just be like, it needs to be bigger. <laughs> you know, like his little notes. And it's stuff. like it's eight blocks, eight city blocks long. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be longer, man. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, Jake, I wanted to ask you about this, too. Uh, sure. You've been doing some solo acoustic-y stuff. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. yeah. Let me know about it. Like, uh, I haven't heard any of your tunes, but you've yeah. I've seen you post pictures of shows. and Yeah, well, so, like, what that was all about was, like, uh, okay, this is, so this is about, uh, here's the fucking story. Here it goes. Here it yeah, goes. yeah, so, let's go. Let so, yeah, do. so, like, so, um... Um, right when the Lunatic Slick video came out, so like when we, so when we put our our video for Lunatic Slick, it's really dark, and we, so we are, we were just about to promote Bad Sounds, which is like, you know, like this this record that we've been playing is super, you know, like it's yeah heavy, right? And I think on the one of my first Creative Imbalance episodes, you came on, you were telling me about the writing process of that, and it was like kind of this very dark and yeah. harsh for you. Man. It was really dark. It was really dark. Yeah. So I went into some really dark places to kind of get these words out and this this. Kind kind of anti-poetry stuff that I kind of got into and some just making really like uh like vile putrid kind of words and stuff you know what I mean and like ma- writing songs about like you know in bad sounds like itself like I write songs about like torture or like you know and like like fucking like I say horrible shit lights camera violence and kind of like even when it's supposed to be fun it's still pretty fucking yeah yeah uh uh, uh dark and that was kind of like that was kind of just the the concept and stuff that I wanted to go for and that's just what I wanted to do artistically uh and oh man I sound pretentious but it's gonna be fine but anyway it's all good um, so anyways so like I, you know I put a lot I put a lot of darkness and that kind of stuff and so like I remember my mom saw the lunatic slick video mm. and in this video like I'm screaming uh, like shirt like pretty much naked and yeah. I'm screaming at a at a at, my, at a mirror and I'm holding that, a gun you know what I mean like there's blood and there's there's writing all on the walls right that's yeah, the same the, one yeah same yeah. one and then you know it's like and the, the writing is all like what have you done and like all this like shit you know what I mean like mm-hmm. and it's super fucking dark and uh, so I remember she saw it and she called me and she was crying and she cried and she's like what the hell are you making like what the hell yeah, is this yeah. stuff and especially like, if she doesn't understand like kind of like this kind of genre of extreme music that you make too right and, and like, she's never seen that kind of stuff she's never yeah. she's lived in a very nice world like yeah. and and music to her is like you know Beatles like Katy Perry style, and yeah, stuff yeah, you know yeah. what I mean like it's she loves top 40 she goes and like checks like mm-hmm. what's trending on Spotify because she loves new pop music and stuff like that and so and she I think she wanted to be kind of like you know proud that her son is a musician and but like here's like the music that he makes you know what I mean wow. it's super dark and loud and scary and all this kind of stuff so I thought I would make a present for her where I like for Christmas this is this is me trying to be adorable uh, where I would write an EP full of songs that were really nice and I like with my, my acoustic guitar and do some feel and and you know like and like trying to write some songs about like feelings like about, about like love and like family and like stuff that she would listen to you know what I mean I want to make her an album that she would listen to and so that she could be proud of it and say you know what I mean like this That's is beautiful yeah so I kind of <laughs> yeah. you know I wanted to kind of share that with her and so um and so I got Evan uh you know like the guitarist for a band to agree to record it and stuff and all, and all that he's gonna do recording engineering and do all that kind of stuff for it I, I recruited my recruited the band so I recruited Voltang so like so Paul played drums uh, uh, Robbie at the time shout out to Robbie Robbie played guitar solos um, and stuff on the on the tracks and so like I brought everybody in to kind of help me do these do these songs so I did these four songs 
uh, to give to my mom. And as we were kind of like putting them together, putting them together and showing them, them kind of just to people, just to show them, just kind of be like, oh, what do you think about like this? Like, is it, what do you think about this? People were, like our friends were, were, were overwhelmed. Like they thought it was really good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they were giving me really great positive feedback. And they were just like, you should just release this so like people can hear it. And I loved that kind of feedback too. So you know what I mean? So although it was it was a gift, there was a it was a personal thing from from me to my mom. It was a, it was kind of like this personal thing. It had a whole life after that Christmas, where wow, I had cool. kind of shared it with the world and kind of given everyone uh, my um, shown them a piece of that uh, myself that I hadn't really shown before because I've been showing this kind of fucking you know dark and angry and uh, raunchy oh yeah, yeah type version of me yeah right? yeah so and I mean like you know like everyone has like fucking feelings dude like you know what I mean so like yeah, yeah. I and I don't have these feelings all the fucking time so if you know what I mean like so I'm like oh yeah part of man like fucking let's get wasted and, and <laughs> fucking kill ourselves over over doing too many drugs and rock and roll like you know what I mean that's that is a side of me that's super fucking real but there's another side of me that's super fucking real too where I like I don't know I fucking love shit like I love people and like you know what I mean like, I love my girlfriend mm-hmm. I love my mom you know what I mean like I don't that had to be therapeutic to kind of switch up the vibe too it's extremely therapeutic especially after making bad sounds which is a lot of vile stuff right which I love by the way so like, when I when I say vile I meant that in a good way that was my <laughs> that was my intention right? yeah, like, yeah I wanted to make it vile right <laughs> so um so you know, and that that it feels really good to kind of get that that shit off your chest, but it also feels really good to get all the nice stuff off your chest too. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, so that because of people's reaction to it and the, these kind of um, things from that, I was able to kind of keep it going as another uh, outlet for um, you know for uh, feelings and creativity that doesn't fit with the Voltang brand because you know what i mean like when we look at like who voltang is like we're raunch and roll like we're heavy as fuck yeah yeah and we want to get and we want to get reactions out of people that are uh you know loud and provocative compelling and and that kind of stuff right like we want to want people to to move and and yell and scream and stuff so if we're gonna do if i wanted to kind of get people to you know sit down and listen and feel and like you know what i mean and come along with me on some kind of beautiful ride like i can't do that with fucking voltang's name you know what i mean like that's a fucking insult to what uh our fans or or what people have been kind of expecting from us so i do that separately so it's definitely like a big separate thing and um and so and so since so since then we've we've i've played a few shows uh where i've gotten to I've kind of used it too as a way to network with other musicians and stuff that I usually wouldn't have worked with. You know what I mean? So like, there's people, um, there's people that I know like through the scene and stuff. That, uh, you know, uh, Costa, uh, Chatsis from um, Yoni, and you know he's in um, and Battery. Like you know he's in these like these kind of like funk jazzy bands and stuff like that. And uh, and. Andy, our guitar player for Voltang, you know, hooked, hooked me up with him. Like we, like we became friends or whatever. But like, how could we? You know, we can't bring him in on a Voltang track. It doesn't work like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it, there's no like we. Just, Voltang is a thing. It's doing its own thing. But like, as as you know, like this Jake Reimer solo project thing that I can do, I can w- reach out to those people and get some get some work done with them. So I've used it as like as a as a really cool platform to like get out some like some lovey dovey bullshit feelings <laughs> and uh and work with some cool people and uh really make like cool connections so that's that's a really cool side project to have it's like really it's very much the therapeutic that's uh, beautiful yeah. man yeah. yeah i think that that's important too that that balance i think where 
like you said, it's therapeutic and like being able to reach outside of this world in which we live. And I don't, I don't mean the whole world. I mean, our little world mm-hmm. where like when you, when you embody Jake from Voltang, it's very much real. It's tapping into a real side of you, but it's leaning into that side. Like there's like the way that you would perform or any of us would perform on stage or in a public scenario. It's really embracing like a darker side that is there, like you said. And I think that being able to just stay in contact with a bit of a brighter world is really important for that longevity as an artist where like you see like to, to avoid Heath Ledgering oneself right yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to yeah. you need to make sure that that contact is there and we were talking off mic earlier about like when you tour as intensely as we do and, and put as much time in like it is it is literally just like hours in the day in days in the month impossible to have like a typical job or career outside of the arts or like mm-hmm. all of these things that most people normally have to kind of keep you in touch with like a brighter side of reality and like a little bit of 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 just kind of normal like normal life mm-hmm. It's really easy to lose touch with that when you find yourself on the road all the time or locked away writing, and especially when you're as as method uh, mm-hmm. as we and especially you tend to be. Where like when it comes to writing lyrics for Voltang, there's a lot of like locked away, just getting into a certain character mentality that is a certain section of yourself. Yeah. Um, that I think it's really important, like it, for everybody, whatever you do, whether you're in the arts or in something else, like you've got to have that balance where you you remember that just because you put a lot of time into one thing or you think one way a lot or get into a, a character or a way of being that like there's other stuff out there. Yeah. And I think that this has been really good for that. Yeah. It's almost like embracing your humanity where it's like, okay, I got this image of angry, screamy guy, but yeah, Yeah. there's more to that. Like, even though like people might who are Voltang fans, like from a distance, like hear your tracks and might be like, Oh, this guy's like pissed or whatever. It's like, it's cool that you can step out of the image. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah, embrace who you are. Because yeah. we all like feel angry, sad, and like, well, it's easy to feel happy. St- it's yeah. easy to feel stuck no matter yeah. what you're doing. It's easy to, even if you're, whatever it is, you're 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 developing a new video game or you're trying to open a bar like the one that we're inside of right now. Whatever it is, it's easy to just get locked in on that one thing. And, and everything that's worth doing comes with challenges. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you face a bunch of challenges in a row and you forget that there's a bunch of other things out there that are that make things okay and that are, are worth you know uh sticking it out for for this and everything like it's it's easy to just get locked in on one th- world where like really like we all i think have a bit of a duality to ourselves yeah, and a little yeah. bit of like yes yes you're jake from voltang but you're also jake uh rhymer that we hear on those records and also a million other things jake the graphic designer jake the son of max and sandy jake mm-hmm. the friend of whoever you know yeah and uh i think that's really cool that you've got a project like that and i think that everybody should have something like that whatever whatever they do in life you got to have something something else yeah yeah, yeah. i am um, and and this is a funny thing too because uh you know i had i had some ideas about like where i didn't i didn't really want i i had a weird uh push and pull kind of relationship with whether i wanted to show people what i made as as this kind of like jake rhymer acoustic stuff um it's it's funny if I refer to myself in the third person, it's that's about the solo project. It just by like you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so when I'm talking about the Jake Reimer stuff, I'm talking about the solo project. But um, you know, I was I was worried about the pushing and pulling with that kind of stuff because I was worried that you know sometimes 
if I show this to people, they just think, uh, you know, Voltang is a fucking bunch of posers. You know what I mean? They're not the the heavy hard guys that I thought they fucking were. And I was, and I kind of thought about that. But then I don't know. I heard I heard some good advice from kind of friends and stuff with like that. But they were like saying like I listen to both Voltang. I would listen to both Voltang and his Jake Grammer stuff. I I listen to Alexis on Fire and Dallas Green. You know what I mean? I listen uh, I listen to this kind of stuff. And then I realized I was like, yeah, I'm not the only one in the fucking world who's angry sometimes and then like in love other times or yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like you can be happy and then angry and then whatever like you can have those different feelings and if you don't want to come with me on the ride for both of those like that's fucking fine with me dude like you know what i mean like you don't have to uh it's something that i've been doing and it feels really good for me so um and i think if people can connect to that that's a huge fucking thing for me like that's that's huge but if they don't connect to it you know like or or whatever then at least i kind of got it out and that would be and and that's all I could ever need from that, and that's kind of the reward in itself. So like when we go on tour and stuff, like with with Voltang, I never kind of imagined that for that solo project. I never imagined that for that. Like I don't want to go touring with that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't. I'm not really looking for, uh, you know, big exposure and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to continue to write this as a hobby, and I'm going to sing it on Christmas, and that'll be about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, the no, rest of the time, cool. it's, it's cool. full tank. Yeah. So like, that's it's it's an outlet for me. And so uh, if people want to check it out and if they do feel connected to it, it's jakerimer.bandcamp.com. Like I've like sometimes you've probably had this before. I don't know what your camera does, but like yeah, yeah, like with the fucking record button like blinking. It's not that slow of a blink, but if you think for a second, like, oh, fuck, like, I think it cut out for whatever reason, and you look, and there's, like, a half a second where the, it's in, like, an off blink, you know what Ooh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Before it comes back, and you're just, like, you look, and you're, like, <gasps> oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> Do you ever get the temperature thing, too, if you're, like... Uh... I've never had that. I've never had an overheat or too cold or anything, but my camera does do kind of this, like, horrible phantom recording thing yeah. where, like... You'll hit record and it'll show a little red like SD card and you just see a red blink and your head thinks recording, but it actually means like error, like it didn't start recording. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking oh <laughs> yeah yeah. And for people at home, we're talking about this oh, we're because back on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a good like level test too. Yeah. But apparently, just like part of my headphones was loose and during like the last minute of Jake's like beautiful spiel just all like, the profound shit yeah yeah the profound <laughs> shit i just heard like little clipping in and out in and out and i also like didn't want to cut him off just in case it was recording but i realized it probably recorded uh, yeah. <laughs> and also heads up you can cut me off anytime i'm mostly just spewing bullshit <laughs> i blacked out for that spot yeah. <laughs> yeah. no it's wicked. it's great to have you guys here and uh yeah, yeah. Actually, before like we uh, sign off to uh, tell me a bit about the new guy. I haven't met him oh, yet. Oh man, he's yeah. the worst. He's, <laughs> he's what the a worst. what a we piece love him of so shit. much. We love him. We love, we him love all him. of our hearts. Andy so, so, is the shit. So Andy's kind of a funny story, actually. So Andy, yeah. Andy's incredibly talented. He's incredibly hardworking. Like this dude, he's so much more proficient and accomplished than anyone else in the band. And in fact, we have kind of an ongoing thing that's kind of funny, where like. I don't say it in a self-deprecating way, but I just I've always believed that like Voltang as an artist has always just been kind of like you guys want to Sure, I'd love. Yeah. What was this? Uh Honkers. Thanks, Thanks dude. Nigel. Nigel everyone on the on the beer, the beer uh pouring. He's a um, hero. No, it, it's it's funny actually. Like Andy is so 
he's so much better at music than us. I always like, like I've always been a firm believer that Voltang is like, we're performers. So it's performance art. We're entertainers. That's what we do. We're not musicians really, you know? uh, And, and when, when I say that, I really just mean like, it's about bringing people entertainment first. And through that, a lot of that is playing, but like we, we kind of like figured out how to do what we do because we wanted to give that performance. Like when we started this band, like, like Jake was a guitar player, not a vocalist. He did like, so he did stuff closer to the Jake Reimer stuff, but like he'd never screamed in a, band yeah, played in like, like grind bands on guitar but whatever i was oh, a guitar player I, I, I was a guitar player and a singer in a pop punk band learned, Shit, I learned, didn't know that about you learn drums yeah, for yeah. this one yeah so like yeah. it was an experiment so when i say that it's like andy's the only one that like he went to mohawk he went to college for fucking music he's like an incredibly proficient bass player and guitar player like the dude's a machine so it's always funny because whenever i say that he's always just kind of being like really nice and being like no no no, man like you guys are musicians you guys are great you guys are i'm like no i know, we, I know it's fine it's fine but but anyway so andy is like he was such a good get for us and we almost didn't get him in the sense that when we were on our last tour, our last Canadian tour last year, he called and we were somewhere in a shitty mall, <laughs> as, we, as we tended to be. Uh, we were in some shitty strip mall somewhere in eastern or western Canada. I think we were at east. And uh, he was like, hey, like um, some things are kind of changing with my with my current band. I'm not sure if we're going to be continuing on in the way that we are now and blah, blah, blah. And he, he wanted to play bass for us because he's a fantastic bass player. And our last bass player who we mentioned earlier Dan Siri again big ups we love you yeah, moved on you, moved on to a great opportunity and ever since then we switched to playing as a four piece with what we refer to as a split rig so Evan plays essentially guitar and bass at the same time splits his that's signal. amazing by the way and sings and, and sings, sings. Yeah. yeah so Evan is three quarters of the band really yes uh, so yeah so 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 we found that that sound actually really worked for us because it's locked in it's super precise like and, and it just where it's more room on stage we love to run around anyway at the time that was the opening that andy saw and was like i love your ass work ethic i love how much you tour my band's not pushing as hard uh in in his eyes at least he was like we're not doing as many dates we're not traveling as far i want to do all that stuff and he was basically lobbying to play bass for us we talked about it at great lengths for a while where like we had already said we were like we never want a bass player again we love this four-piece setup this is what we want to do and uh and we were like we had to talk it out because we we're like it's andy though like he's fucking sick like maybe we should entertain this so after long deliberation we were like dude we want to keep the four-piece thing like we love you but whatever so we finished the tour and it just turned out that robbie our guitar player at the time founding member he'd been in it for for forever it just it was not working for him anymore like mm-hmm. he was just not enjoying himself he soldiered yeah, yeah. it out like a fucking trooper like he he did like the last like probably whole two weeks at least were like hell for him and oh, he and dude. he slugged it out he was an absolute animal he got it done much love to Robbie yeah, too he's always him. been so cool to me he's yeah, the he's best great. man he's yeah. awesome and it, it just wasn't his thing people grow people change mm-hmm. and uh, he wasn't enjoying it and uh, when we got back he said to, to no surprise to any of us just exactly what I just said there not feeling it mm-hmm. and parted amicably and at that point we had we had uh, opportunity to play with Norma Jean coming across the table which for us was like we That's all huge. Loved like, Norma Jean. We love Norma Jean. Hardcore yeah. legends. Big, exactly. So we were like, yeah, we'll take it with no idea what we were going to do. Nice. Um, <laughs> we, and gra- we entertained playing it as three. Yeah, yeah. like graciously, Robbie was like, I'll do the normal show and then I'm done. And then he kind of realized and we kind of realized, we're like, that's sort of, you already, like, you're not you're not into it. We finished the tour. Like, it's we don't want to put you through that. He didn't want to. So anyway. Yeah, he was just going to do it just to. Just to be a good dude and be just be like, I don't want you guys to miss that opportunity. And then, uh, so basically we reached out to Andy and, uh, 
and just on kind of a trial basis, we were kind of like, look, like, like we're, 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 st- we're stuck between Andy and our friend Ryan from at West, who's awesome. And it was, it was like, bi- like big props to Andy for winning that. Cause we fucking love Ryan. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Cooley, if you're listening, you're a fucking shred machine. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so anyway, basically, uh, we reached out to Andy and said, look, like, we don't know what we want to do. This all hit us a little bit suddenly, but like, would you do this one show with us? And uh, I could hear him jumping for joy on the other side of the phone and getting pretty stoked. <laughs> and we were stoked. And he came out and did it, and he slayed it with it. In fact, before the show even happened, we, we got a few jams going uh, just to get him up on the tunes. Like, he can learn shit like nobody's business. He was fine right away. But, uh, but yeah, so we, we played a couple, and then it was the same way Jake got in the band, actually, exact same thing. So Evan just kind of looks at me. Jake's upstairs. We're, we're ripping instrumentally uh, as a three of the four piece. And Evan looks at me like halfway through a song. He goes, He's in the fucking band. Band, right and i was just like yeah he's in the band yeah. and we just, yeah, we just yell yelled upstairs, upstairs. The yell upstairs. he's like jake he's in the band i go yeah i know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're like i killed that <laughs> no well i mean i worked with andy before he was in he worked for my solo project and stuff before i knew that he was going to be in the fucking band this yeah, guy's yeah. amazing yeah like, he's, he's, he's sick he's, he's the a, best of all of he's us he's the best and he's such a great guy like he's, he's uh, such a great guy man it's it's funny because andy's such a like he's such a team player and he's such a hard worker that he's constantly like because we've all kind of established these roles for like logistical managerial real kind of shit with the band that just happens like where it's mm-hmm. like 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 I do the video stuff Jake does the graphic design and the marketing and, and Evan does the engineering and, and produce, like all that kind of stuff so we just already had that kind of figured out so constantly Andy's always kind of like can I can I do something like is there anything that I can how can I help here and we're like dude just keep shredding just keep it's shredding. totally fine <laughs> <laughs> he's always like looking for more we're like, that's nice though because you never know like something awesome. might come down the road that he can well, that exactly. he'll have to take care of exactly. there's gonna be there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a moment where we're like that's exactly what he needs to do but until yeah. then we're just like dude just keep shredding you're the best yeah. at music he's so good and it's so funny yeah that was, to say what you said earlier with that whole musicians thing it's so funny how nice he is to us about that joke it's so funny he thinks we're being self-deprecating but we're just like it's just different like it's, it's just, just different it's we're just fun. not musicians we don't like, like, none like we don't sit to... and practice our chops we like sit and think how can we make the show crazier yeah yeah, yeah. It and, shows and, too, and yeah. through that the chops develop yeah, but yeah. we never sit there and i'm like i'm not like i'm not sitting there doing paradiddles and paradiddle diddles and fucking all that shit every day i'm just like it's like well yeah. how do we make this crazy and then and then you, your body and your mind just catch up you're like alright well if I want to do that I, get, I guess I better be good at my instrument it's, it's, like, an after, it's like an afterthought yeah yeah I know. And he's, and he like actually knows what he's doing and he's like he's like, yeah. oh that's so fucked what you guys did we're like we didn't even know we did that yeah 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 uh, we just tried to make it sound cool and then yeah like he's and then he's like well, it's so great when he's just say like we're not musicians he's just like good musicians yeah. it's just like no we're not like, compared to you dude like holy fucking shit but so. you guys are kind of like I'm sure like when people say, "Oh, Picasso is like an artist, and he's just like fucking throwing random shit, and looks brilliant to like right. on the outside, but who knows what he's thinking? He's who like, knows, oh, this man. is a bunch of yeah. bullshit. Who like, knows what he's thinking? Yeah, artist uh, intention is yeah. like, but uh, you guys are like, I don't know, you guys seem open to like kind of do something weird and random. Oh, totally, man, totally. And, and like you, you have to, man. you have to be proficient. You got to be able to play your instrument. Yeah, yeah. It's just to me, it's a, when I say that, it's like it's a, it's a mentality. Like to me, musicians are the, like, like, like he'll he'll come up, he'll always come up and try to like teach us. Shit that we don't want to like like there might be a riff that'd be like oh that's really cool I like that riff I don't really want to know why you know what I mean like, he'll be yeah, like, yeah. like this is a Dorian mode and it's the thing a weird Dorian thing about, <laughs> the, like, that the, the bad guy from the ma- mask I think was, <laughs> <Dorian mode. laughs> like, like I don't fucking care what a riff I don't give a fuck what it's called dude. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like you like I it I like it was, do it <laughs> yeah his name was Dorian I think mode. it was Dorian mode. <laughs> yeah yeah but that's it so it's funny we, we come from kind of different worlds but it works beautifully 
beautifully, especially because right now with the way the band's set up, like there's not a lot of offstage stuff that we need or like offstage out of studio, like outside of the music, we've kind of learned to, to cover it with the team that we have. So it kind of works out perfectly where like, like Andy's kind of like, is there anything I can do? Like, do you want me like, we're booking this tour? And you're like, no, it's cool. And he'll be like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go get even better at guitar then while I wait. So he's just giving her. Like, yeah, it's perfect. Still, yeah. It's perfect. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And probably keeping us all sane too. I think there's a level of that too. He's just, he's, oh, yeah. so, he's so good to have around that. Yeah. Uh, I think like, you know, the three of us were, I mean, we're we're we're, we're all very much we're big personalities, and like you should, yeah, if yeah. we're all in a room talking together. It's pretty loud and fast, and yeah, and, and uh, even like I think one of the last times I hung out with you guys, like outside of a show, like I ended up going home on the go train and I painted mm-hmm. it in my own vomit. So yeah, that's like, right. You guys can escalate the fun really we're, quickly. We're, we're, <laughs> everything is escalating when we're us. <laughs> yeah. and then, so Andy is he's yeah. a really good like he's a glue and a, and yep. a mediator. And, <laughs> I uh, love it. <laughs> and he's he's this little glimmer of amazing hope because no matter how much we we laugh and we and we kid around and we like and we, don't get me wrong we love what we do and we love every show we love being on the road like we're we're we get a little road worn sometimes and like 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 we being being not the the springest of chickens like we get a little cynical sometimes when we're like we just kind of have our own downtime and Andy's this like this like young he's like younger than everyone in the band and he comes in and it's just like we'll be we'll be sitting in a green room somewhere and we're all kind of just like sad that there's only like 20 people there and we thought there might have been 50 or 100 and like and he'll just be like guys this is great like why aren't you more excited and we're just like we are I just I'm fucking tired and like, but, but he like brings up he brings it up like he like gets you get, he's like get, a motivational cause, speaker yeah cause like when we're, when we're on stage fucking tits we love it but we never rather we'd rather be there than anywhere else in the world mm-hmm. and then when we come off stage and we're meeting people and hanging out we're, we love that it's the best but sometimes when you're you're on the road and you're like it's it's like two o'clock and you have to wait yeah. like eight hours before you fuck or like you have to wait like six hours before you load in and you don't play till fucking midnight or whatever and it's like you just kind of get like you don't get down but you just get very like deflated yeah deflated. yeah yeah and uh, and it's fun to have this like this young young gun running around just being like guys this is great you can like let's go meet people right now like, like it's fucking awesome it's just this little like little chihuahua this happy little chihuahua just fucking elevating us it's really it's nice that's beautiful and it's cool that you talk about like all this other stuff around it too because a lot of people they don't get that they they're like oh you're in a band you must be having fun all the time but there's just lots of like gr- there's a grueling grind to it where just with whether it's a tour the travel and like yeah, the yeah. unpredictable like shit that happens and yeah sure, man. yeah and not get not to not to get on a on a on a, on a low note or anything no. like that, but, but what i mean to say is like you know there's sometimes there's i mean i think most people would uh relate to this that like you know being on the road and like having a party every night is isn't a party every day you know no, what i mean like right. it's not it, it doesn't go on forever and so when we put out a big thing being like yeah fuck yeah we're gonna, like we're rocking at the show and we're doing this fucking thing like shows are only so long right you know what i mean and then there's, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. the rest of the day and then you have to be a person and right. being a person is really difficult when you're on the road and you don't have a lot of money we don't we don't travel in a tour bus we travel in a van right and you know what i mean and like we don't sleep at hotels we sleep in the van in the van yeah. or on the floor of a, of or a on the 
friend's house, house, which you only get after doing a couple of tours where you slept in the van and now you've made those friends. Yeah. You know? And so, and so, it, and that kind of stuff, it was super cool the first time because we're like, what the hell? This is the coolest thing in the fucking world. Look at us. We're on tour. Uh, now, you know, and then by the third time, you're kind of like fourth time, then you're kind of like, well, I don't know. Like, man, like, isn't there something better than this? And then, but now you have Andy or someone new to it and they're revitalizing you because yeah. they're just right. saying, like, this is fucking sick. Yeah. He's like, got that what? new fire. You probably, remember, yeah, you remember yeah. what it's like that first time you get in the van and the fact that you are sleeping in the van and like and it's really cold tonight and like what a story this will be yeah you know what i mean like like it's 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 funny like like i remember when i booked the last tour for us like we we were talking off mic about this earlier we played a, a friday night show in timmins and we didn't want to have the saturday off and the way the tour worked out the next date was going to be winnipeg so we played winnipeg on the saturday That's it's, about a, a drive. it's like a 20 hour drive and it was overnight so we like we literally like we played i think we headlined and then we we loaded out and we drove straight to winnipeg and got there like an hour late for load in and loaded in and then played whenever our slot was and when we booked that the first feeling was like what are you fucking crazy why did you do this to us and it was like well do you guys want to take the Saturday off and I was like no fuck that let's do it and our mentality was kind of like this will be a great story we'll tell this on a podcast one day <laughs> yeah pause for and laughter and then, <laughs> and then, and then uh, yeah and then like but now we're booking the next tour and if it came up again, be like, you guys want to do uh, Friday Tim and Saturday Winnipeg? Be like, fuck that. We got our story. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah. that shit. I'm not yeah, doing yeah. that again. That was a nightmare. We're all just sitting there, like, eyes fucking pinned open, like, hoping to not hit a moose. Like, no one got any sleep. Achievement already unlocked. You know, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so those are those things where, like, you start to get a little bit, like, not all the way to jaded, definitely not all the way to bitter, but you're kind of like, all right, we've done that. Let's, I'm not excited about that part of it. It's not as shiny. But when you have someone, there that sees the super shiny you're kind of like all right well maybe we'll maybe we'll do thunder bay to winnipeg on this one how about that let's give him you know what i mean chihuahua adventure yeah yeah exactly but it's but it's it's cool it's nice it keeps you keeps you stoked and reminds you that like we are lucky to be out here and doing all this stuff and 90 percent of it we're stoked on all the time don't get me wrong but uh but yeah it's it's nice having that having that little bit of extra lifeblood we got a little little extra that's such a good vibe it's spark he 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 revived the spark and stuff like that so like we're we were super stoked to Kind of like now, now it's like this this new chapter of Old Tang, right? So now we're like we're writing new tunes. We're, mm-hmm. uh, we're so like we're in our kind of home studio writing new tunes and recording them and stuff like that now. And uh, you know we're making new music videos. So now it's kind of like this garbage people. You know this video is kind of like the first of what's gonna be be coming through this whole year and like yep. forever. And so kind of now there's this kind of like post Andy. Uh, Voltang. Yeah, chapter. it seems like you're all oh, just yeah. like really in this healthy and focused state from like what I hear from That you. really yeah. is it, man. It's cool. I'm it's just it. a lot higher now. That's the only thing that's different between being healthier, but like that's, I mean, but there's this kind of post-Andy, like this new, like kind of... Uh, uh, development and then this and how we're going to continue development and having like this kind of revitalized philosophy of how we're going to kind of like attack like yeah. new projects. So is it like are you feeling like you're in an RPG game and you just leveled up like you yeah. got the next one and Big you're time. Just, yeah. Big time. Big time, man. It's 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 the first time that it really feels like we're delivering everything that Voltang can be um, all in one shot. There's always been like lots of things that felt right, whether it's prior members or like making records, whatever it is. But this is the first time that it's felt like, 
like the videos we're putting out are getting good attention and people are stoked on it. The record that we're about to to record and then put out somewhat soon, it feels like a real reflection of like everything we've ever wanted to do. Like the the shortcomings that might have happened before of like rushing pre-production or not being as good at our, at our our craft as we could have been because like I said we all made instrumental changes to start the band. Like all of those things are really falling into place where it feels like we're firing on all cylinders right from the 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 conception of an idea for a song all the way through like bringing it to a packed house that's there because our 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 online presence is strong and we've been creating content and people are stoked on it and we're stoked on it and like it really feels like this is the sweet spot like it feels like we're we're finally bringing people everything that we endeavored to bring them and fortunately people are watching and listening fuck yeah i'm excited i like beyond being your friends i'm a fan i'm like so happy you guys have this energy and like i'm yeah i'm just really stoked to see where you guys go with it i know you've been writing you guys were saying you got concepts or songs that fit over an album like 16 or something and yeah like like i mentioned before too it just seems like you're in this healthy state and it's fucking great and yeah yeah so anything else you guys want to say before we take off and maybe like plug uh your uh social medias and stuff if people it's all going to be on girthradio.com but some people i know i know some people listen to this on itunes and shit so they might not catch yeah. all your shit but yeah man i mean yeah. by all means follow us on our socials we're gonna be more active as we talked about all through tonight like uh instagram uh at fucking voltang um where the facebook uh, facebook.com slash raunch and roll uh yeah we're gonna be creating constant shit for you guys man it's yeah. uh it's gonna be a fun year and and there's a lot going on and we're gonna be really conscious about making sure we bring you guys along for that ride we're booking a tour right now across canada um that we can't announce yet but it's gonna be in the summer uh and pretty substantial we're hitting a lot of cities even we had a, a busy year last year and this tour is even bigger um and then even some some soft plans for the u.s and europe uh we'll see see what's up see what happens with the record but uh there's gonna be a lot going on so so yeah find us you can pretty much google us on anything since our name's made up but just search voltang for anything check out voltang.com uh the new video for garbage people is getting some good attention hopefully you guys dig it check it out uh if you do please like it share it around to your friends like we don't like to make that ask too much but it's it's really been fucking cool seeing how many people feel compelled to to share it with their friends and it's been a it's been a pretty nice fucking warm fuzzy feeling man we've been grinding at this shit for a while and uh it really feels like people are are starting to latch on and feel like they're part of the part of the crew yeah man just like come join us dudes yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) like we can like we're gonna we're we're gonna we're firing up to put out a bunch of stuff and we're gonna go on a big fucking journey like strap in see him live give them some hugs strap in come on in with us dudes like it's, that's yeah. all we can fucking ask for right like just like fucking let's do this thing yeah yeah and to end it off I know we got beers in our hands but we got this bowl of crickets yeah, let's do another way. crickets cheers oh what crunch into the mic I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a couple fuck crickets it crunch ah, yeah. nice. oh go look at the it's legs actually, it actually like oh, feels gross like it, when you're holding oh, it like, I dropped all my crickets yeah, I think yeah. I'm pretty fucking drunk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly fucking drunk alright all right, big cheers. cheers cheers they're grosser in bunches I like yes. the wings <laughs> delicious wings <laughs> Ghost Radio. Force back from the Holy Grail!
for her, alright, yeah. Alright!